Why should you visit Kings Island? Do it because less time planning means more time for this. Do it to take a one-day family vacation. Do it to catch a serious case of the giggles together. And of course, do it to eat a funnel cake the size of your face. Because here at Kings Island, doing something just for the fun of it is all the reason you need. Right now, everyone pays kids' price. Kings Island tickets just $45 online. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All-Hit Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back, one and all. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the Exxon Broadcast Network and our growing family of broadcast affiliates right around this great big world of ours, as well as satellite programming providers. If you'd like to send an email, studio at com on all social media sites, TV. And our website, if you'd like to see what we've been doing, what we're going to do, as well as the archives to our show. Just go to www.exoneradiotv.com. Wow, I'm really happy and excited this hour. I have a, a young lady who is one of the talk show hosts on the Exxon Broadcast Network. Joanna Carroll is our guest, and uh, Joanna is the host of the Dialogue with Divinity that is found on our broadcast schedule at www.xzbn.net. And I thought it would be really great for you, the members of the Exxon Nation, to meet this lady tonight and why I am so excited to have her here on the show. Now, since the age of 10, Joanna has had a deep intuitive connection to the universe. 
Her life turned itself inside out following a divorce in 1983, after which she moved from Connecticut to California after experiencing an epiphany moment on a beach in Mexico. She began to study and develop her natural gifts when this connection to the divine began to speak to her in a unique and unusual way. She created the first spiritual networking group in San Diego, Women of the New Age, in the early 90s, and hosted a TV cable show by the same name. Now, after leaving her hospital health care career for at least 30 years, she devotes her life to her international private practice as a spiritual counselor, author, radio host, and metaphysical teacher. She has been featured in three TV specials on the spirituality in Canada, Japan, and the U.S. Joanna is included in multiple books as an expert in her field. Her Get Psyched Intuitive Development Training Program has opened many doors to the unknown for people in all walks of life. She offers retreats to sacred sites internationally and has written four books, her latest, The Lost Art of Loving. Joanna, additionally, is well known for her talk radio show, Dialogue with Divinity. By the way, that's the show that's on the Exxon Broadcast Network. And she also offers webinars and online courses. She's been an avid tennis player for over 62 years and is a devoted wife to her second husband, Floyd, and her children, Scott and David. She is committed in sharing her wisdom with others to improve their lives and embrace joy as a constant condition. Her website, www.joannacarroll.com. And Joanna, welcome to the X-Zone. Oh, thank you. It's nice to be sitting on the other side as a guest. I'm very excited to do this with you. Thank you. I must tell you, I listened to your interview with Lucinda Bassett. I've listened to your interview with uh, Cynthia Ruiz. Mm -hmm. Man, you know how to knock them dead and out of the ballpark. Oh, well, thank you. I'm very, very blessed to be connected to an amazing network of really wonderful, wise, wise people around the world, including you, by the way. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. You know what I love about you and the other great people that we have on the network? You and people like Roberta Grimes, Patty Conklin, Gilda Wiaka, Kevin Randall, uh, Dave Schock, uh, Corey Connaughton, just to name a few, all make positive and wonderful differences in people's lives each and every day of this of this year and every day of each year. You're making a difference in a world that so drastically needs more positive input. Thank you for it doing does. what you do. It does. <laughs> I would agree with that big time. All right. We've got to take a commercial break in about a minute and a half. Um, okay. So I really don't want to get too deep into any topic right now because it wouldn't be fair to you to kind of say well you know stop talking we've got to take a commercial break i know what that feels like and you know what it feels like (laughs) so why don't we do this we're going to take our break now when we come back more with the host of dialogue with divinity on the exome broadcast network my very special guest and friend joanna carroll joins us this hour and if you'd like to find out more about joanna Visit her website, www.joannacarroll.com. That's J-O-H-A-N-A-C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com. And you can find out when uh, Car- uh, when uh, Joanna is on the Exxon Broadcast Network. She's on there seven days a week. We've scattered her all over the clock in order to make sure everyone, no matter where you're living on this planet, will have the opportunity to listen to her. Just go to www. You've got that, www.xzbn.net. I love that when my producer does that to me. Okay, you, you win. You scared the heck out of me yet again. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada with my special guest, 
Joanna Carroll. Don't go away. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at www.drgibbswilliams.com. Shamanism is recognized as a method to access the quantum level. Mastery of shamanic skills puts spiritual information and healing power into your hands. Path Home Shamanic Art School, a bonded Colorado certified occupational school, has met rigorous state standards ensuring its director and instructors have the qualifications to teach the shamanic arts. Path Home offers a certification program in blocks of study. Block 1, a five-day intensive, will be held in the beautiful mountain town of Coldale, Colorado, October 13th through 18th. Registration deadline is September 12th. Experience journey trance, power animals, helping spirits, sacred space, and life purpose. Come discover your power. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, in the magical world of shamanism. Call 303-775-3431 or visit findyourpathhome.com. This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st Century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. Welcome back, everyone. Joanna Carroll is our special guest. Her website is www.joannacarroll.com. And as I said, she is the host of Dialogue with Divinity on the Exxon Broadcast Network. And you can find her on our broadcast schedule at www.xzbn.net. So tell me, uh, Joanna, how did you go from a housewife in Connecticut in the 1980s to one of the top-ranking intuitives in the U.S. for over 40 years, 30 years plus? 
Well, I would say that the first response was divorce. That was, you know, sometimes we have these amazing events in our life that are a catalyst to change. And so prior to that, I went to a psychic in Connecticut in my 20s, and she told me I should be reading for her and that I would move to California and become a well-known teacher. Mm -hmm. I completely misunderstood her. I wasn't happy with the message because I didn't want to be a teacher for a bunch of kids, you know, screaming in a, in a classroom. Completely misunderstood her. However, it really was prophetic because in 1987, after my divorce, I did move to California. And the very first week there, I felt like my spiritual teachers were plopped right in my path. So I started to study and train metaphysics, develop my psychic gifts. And, you know, a few years later, a, a man that I was dating told some people about my gift and a specific woman that he knew called me and it was interesting because she said you need to do a reading and I said I don't do that anyway long story short I did the reading it was really rather amazing because what came through that was that she was married to a bigamist and it was very significant mm. because they were divorcing and fighting over a child that legally he actually had no rights to from that everything sort of just fell into place and we were invited to be on a television show in Los Angeles and Hollywood called The Other Side. And as re I didn't really announce what I was doing, but obviously it was my announcement to the world. And from that, it just catapulted into referrals, really. And so very naturally, people would come to me. And I was working two jobs. I was working as a financial administrator in a very large hospital system, and then I would be doing this at night and on the weekends. So that's how it happened. Um, how would you define a spiritual person? I get asked that question a lot, and I love the question, because I think it goes back to, for me, a spiritual person, you know who you are and you know who you are not. So there's a cognitive piece of it. But this also part of man's eternal quest to really discover themselves at some level that is this inner spiritual journey. So it's not only who am I, but what am I doing here? And so then we start to say, okay, I'm going to take a look at that. And as a spiritual person, life begins to have more meaning. We're on a quest. Mm -hmm. So we move away from fear and feeling trapped and disappointed. And there's this beautiful flame of the soul that gets ignited and we start to believe in ourselves. It's not a religious faith. It's a belief in ourselves that we have the ability as a divine being to really, really create our own destiny. So we let go traditionally. Most yeah. people let go of negative people. Their life changes. And it's very simply you go from fear to love. Why, why are so many people in a negative mode these days? Well, we have to look at the influences in our lifestyle and environmentally. I have a, a saying that I use with all of my clients. Does it belong to the universe? Does it belong to someone else? Or does it belong to you? So I'm sort of answering your question in reverse. But the bottom line is the only things that we need to tend to as a person and a soul is what belongs to us. So do we have a lot of influences out mm -hmm. there? In the United States, it's going crazy right now. We're in such a divisive energy. So fear is pulling on people's ankles. And if we start to personalize that and believe that, you know, everything is a mess, everything is negative, I feel that there's divine intention around everything. So if we can observe life, like they say in one of the Christian Bibles, 
you know, you become the silent witness. So if you're, imagine that you're watching a play and you're sitting in the audience. And so this play of life karmically is unfolding. You've got the opportunity to either stay as that silent witness and be detached or you become part of the play. And so when you become part of the chaos, it will drag you down. There's more negativity. So it's really defining for yourself as the spiritual journey that we're all on, where your value system is, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. It's really love versus fear. And why is there a lot of negativity? Because the stronger the light becomes, so does the dark. But there is a lot we learn about ourselves in facing our fears. Hmm. You know, you think in today's age with all the high-tech gadgetry that there'd be a lot more... Uh, ways to be positive and yet you know I, I, I you go on every news feed and there's such negativity I wish there was a news channel that just did good stuff you know that's really interesting you said that because years ago I said on my radio show I want to do the good news channel so I'm hoping dialogue with divinity becomes a good news channel for everyone and everything on your broadcast network is obviously going in that direction when we look at um, social media, which is a false environment on some level, Lucinda Bassett talks about this a lot on the show that we did about anxiety and stress. And for those of you that are listening, that's a great show to listen to. So we have all these influences in social media. It's sort of an illusionary fake world on some level where everything is fabulous, and that's your measuring stick. So that's really to thine own self be true you've got to create a value system that is not going to be influenced by you know comparing yourself to the joneses then we have the news media and i have to tell you i have a lot of clients that have held very high position in the entertainment industry and also in the news industry for them chaos and negativity is what sells which is sad on some level so you know, I do see a change in that in Hollywood, however, which is really good. So on an individual level, we have to look at these influences kind of going back to, does this really belong to me? Does this really resonate with me? You know, if you are going to be hypnotized by some of this, which actually does happen in the brain chemistry when you're on the Internet, watching TV, you know, all of this, blah, 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 continue. it's a continuum. Yeah of being impacted by negative energy, it will filter in. So mm -hmm. what are you doing individually as a person to make sure that your filter is clear and aligning with what feels true to you? So a lot of it is manipulation, and we really do need to know that. There's a lot of intentional manipulation to paralyze us on some level. It's too bad. It, it is too bad, and... Um... Do you ever feel that people are missing out on the bigger picture that there's just not enough spirituality going around? And how do we change that? I think that people would not necessarily label it spirituality, but I do feel that everyone feels that there may be something missing or I want to do this or I want to do that. You know, particularly, I think, you know, in in the United States, we have this, more and more and more attitude, so you know, it's not enough. So going back to your specific question, I feel that if people are paralyzed by fear and they're stuck, mm -hmm. 
what's the one thing in your life that's going to wake up that part, that quest that you're really on is to return to the own energy of your own soul and that own state of being, that natural state of being spiritually is peace, contentment, fulfillment. You know, we don't feel like there's anything missing. So really when people are striving for this, that, or the other thing, whether it's mental, emotional, or physical, we're forgetting that one thing, which is the desire of the soul to return to really what we came from, which is the wholeness of love. Love is wholeness. It's a noun. It's a state of being. And so that negativity or that, you know, spiritual quest, it all, or that disappointment, that negative feeling, it all comes back to that one destination. How people get there is very unique and different. But everyone knows that when they look at a beautiful sunset, they're affected by it. When they hear a child laugh, they're affected by it. What is that? That's energy that's coming into your heart and soul and igniting a memory. And so I think we need to remember that, that this is part of your spiritual inheritance, to be happy, to be content, to be fulfilled, and stop comparing yourself with others. Yeah, you know, like spirituality needs to be regenerated. It needs to be renewed. People have to realize that there's much more than than the three-dimensional objects that we see, that there is a higher being, there are higher powers, and there is much more to this existence that we're in than what we see right here on this plane. I also think that people get confused with the word, they confuse the word spiritual with Mm -hmm. religion, and I'm not bashing religion, by the way. I feel that spirituality is an umbrella over the original intention of, you know, the essence of religion, the mysteries, which unfortunately the mysteries are not necessarily (laughs) revealed to the general public. So this is why there's this kind of personal inner quest and also a feeling of isolation, that I'm doing it alone. But the truth of the matter is you're not doing it alone. There are many, many people across the planet that, and in other dimensions, by the way, in what I call the organic nations, that's a whole other subject, that really are striving to connect emotionally to that original state of divine wholeness. So it is kind of a fight between, you know, the good and the mm-hmm. bad, the white and the dark, all of that. That's sure. a polarity struggle. Their life feels heavy, and yeah. it does feel like it's a burden. And there is a lot of that going on right now. However, I always feel light as a form of cosmic intelligence always wins, always wins. The illumination will always win. How you find that and discover it has to be uniquely your own individual journey. A lot of people in this world today don't love themselves. And if you don't love yourself, no one else will. Well, in order to know thyself, you have to love yourself. That's right. You know, again, to love yourself means I know my state of divineness. Mm -hmm. So when we meet another person on an individual level, even in a work situation or your neighbor or, you know, someone that you're in an intimate relationship with, mm-hmm. you are reflecting your own divinity onto the mirror of that other person. So normally, it's good. We see all the, oh, you know, this hope, you know, this wonderful aspect of this person, and we're going to get along great, and, you know, I, I see part of my own reflection coming back to me, and then... After the honeymoon period, whether it's professional or personal, fear does start to kick in. But fear is a great teacher. 
because we get to see the illusion and the things that we really need to take a look at. You know, when you face fear in the face, Mm -hmm. it disappears. So then what are you left with? A void space of creation. And that is a wonderful gift that we have given to ourselves. So, yes, a lot of people are fear-based. A lot of them do not see the light of love as being a state of divine wholeness. They exist in the polarity of negativity. Their life is heavy. It is a struggle. It is a burden. And they have choice. They forget they have choice. Now, the, you know, one of the metaphysical teachings is vibrationally we have these different levels of energy. So does that mean that some people are doomed to have this hellish, heavy burden of struggling through life? Not everyone is doomed. There is hope. All right, Joanna, I hate to, to do this, dear, but I've got to take. This is the age of ascension. I've got to take to my break. Please stand by. We'll be that. back on the other side and of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. First thing I said. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exome Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exome Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7-365. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. 
From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Welcome back, everyone. Joanna Carroll is our special guest here in the Exxon tonight. She is the host of uh, Dialogue with Divinity on the Exxon Broadcast Network. Check out her schedule at www.xzbn.net. Um, where did we go wrong when it comes to the way we find ourselves today with the spiritual quest that everyone is on? Was there a time where spirituality was vibrant, where everyone lived in harmony, or is this something that we have always strived to attain? In the Hindu tradition, there's these different ages that are called uh, Dwarpas. And so if we look at this from uh, those ancient teachings, which I really love and honor, every age, which would have to do with, you know, a time in history, Mm -hmm has an ascending or a descending Dwarpa. So as we know, if we think of our history on the Earth, you know, we had the Dark Ages. Yeah. So there wasn't, that was really basic survival of the fittest on some level. So as we go through, so there were Dark Ages. You know, we can go to the time of the Spanish Inquisition. For many, not a good time. Same thing with the Holocaust. So we, if we look through history, we're going to see an ascending time and a descending time. Ascending time and descending time. So you want to take a look at it like walking up a ladder. We walk up, maybe we drop down a little bit, but then we walk up a little bit higher, then we drop down a little. This age that we're in right now is a great age of opportunity to not only go to the top of the ladder, but to ascend to the next ladder, to the next dwarpa. So... We had before us the age of technology, which on some level, lots of blessings in that. We wouldn't be, you know, on the radio with one another right now, the information age. If we take a particular age within a Dwarpa, and I'm going to call it the Piscean age because we just come out of that. Now we're in the Aquarian age. So the Aquarian age is about love, compassion, wisdom, and understanding. So we use technology to really help us. 
if you're still mm-hmm. stuck in your consciousness in the Piscean age, everything that you read, see, and hear, you might be attracted to real negativity. So the difference is that, yes, it has coexisted, but as consciousness rises, so does the awareness of your choices. So I think on an individual soul reincarnation level, it depends upon your own evolutionary journey. Some people are more ascended into their mastery. doesn't mean they're better than. They're just more aware and they're using the tools that they have. And some people are kind of stuck at the beginning of the ladder. So you're always going to have that duality. Also in the Hopi tradition, of course, one of the greatest teachings right now is that, you know, man is at a crossroads. And one of the teachings of the elders from the Hopi Nation is that technology will either take you up or drag you down. So it's either going to destroy you or it's going to really going to take you to the next place. So, yes, has that always existed? Yes. Do we have a way to go to the 9 million years of peace that the Hopi elders are prophesizing? I really do believe we do. Is it going to happen in our lifetime? I'm not sure. But I think the fact that that is available to us if we live heaven on earth right now or paradise or wholeness, we've already arrived. Is there more than one path to spiritual enlightenment? I think there's multiple, multiple paths. It's kind of like, say you wanted to take a trip to Paris. Okay. You've got lots of choices in how you can get there. Mm-hmm. But you know that that's your destination. So we're going to say that the destination is spiritual fulfillment. It could be different from each person. But the essence of it is that inner sense of calmness, peace, and fulfillment, like nothing is missing. So for many people, they may select a particular religion that's really beneficial for them. They may completely change their life, change their career. This is something that I think is very important. I had a woman that showed up at a retreat I was doing in Sedona one year, and her husband was so afraid that she was going to go home and ask for a divorce. And I said, well, what if you were to say to him, I'm going to come home and our marriage is going to be better. Ah. So instead of looking for what could be wrong, you're taking tools with you, not just for yourself, but for him and the marriage as well. So there's many different pathways, and I think it's like going into a restaurant. Not everyone's going to order the same food. True. You have to consume information, wisdom, a way, yeah. a practice that really speak to your heart and soul. That is so true, and and so many people forget that when they are looking at themselves, looking at the world around them, we all kind of seem to look from the inside of the box out, where the real answer lies looking from the outside of the box inward. You mentioned the Hopi Indians and, and their prophecy. Uh, are there other indigenous nations around the world that reflect what the Hopi are seeing, or are all the indigenous nations different on what they see? They're connected by a thread of energy. I'm going to get really woo-woo on you right now. So there's a magnetic grid mm-hmm. around the Earth that yep. actually weaves itself through the entire universe. And so the, it's not just the Hopi nation. You know, we had the Mayan prophecy many years ago. We have what happened in Egypt. All of these cultures that not necessarily worship, but honored nature as the temple, if you will, had a very high vibrational resonance. The Incas is another example. And so a lot of that, they didn't have the Internet, Mm -hmm. but they had a spiritual thread of awareness that connected them. So similar 
but maybe a different spin on it. Similar, but a different spin. But you mentioned the the Mayans. And when we look at the Mayans, most people, all they can remember about the Mayans right now is 2012. It was a disaster. It wasn't the end of the world, like the Mayans were Mm -hmm. predicting. That was misinterpreted. So you have an ending and you have a new beginning. It was the end of the world of consciousness as we knew it to be, but it was a great new birthing or new beginning of consciousness rising to a whole new level. So, you know, sometimes... We take it as literally, you know, the whole world is going to end and sure. we're going to blow up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's just a consciousness shift of a great magnitude. I went to Tulum and I went to the temples down there and yep. it's run by the government and I took a group down there and we just kind of walked around and listened to what the government guide had to mm-hmm. say and we kind of looked at each other and said, uh-uh, I don't think so. So we went off on our own and we meditated. And the information or the downloads or channeling that we got was, you know, this really at one time was a portal for the ascended masters and, you know, what some people might call the UFO or the organic nations, mm-hmm. as I call them, came in to really uh, descend energetically and give humanity the higher teachings. So, it was, you know, astrologically it was a, it was a portal where they physically came. So we have to take a look at the resonance of the teaching. And this isn't any teaching. It's, again, it goes back to, does it really resonate with you? If it doesn't feel true to you, then you've got to take a look at it. Well, I always say, put your spiritual glasses sure. on. Yeah. Um, why are so many people in today's society fixated with the end of the world? That is a really good question. I'm not one of them, so I don't mm-hmm. feel that there's a, there may be an end of living your life a certain way right. and then a new beginning. It's probably that programming that we have that we always need something new and different. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really basically, I feel, as far as emotion, what it is. There's a lot of programming going on. A lot of programming. But where's the programming coming from? Is the programming coming from different religious philosophies who are going for uh, superiority? Is the programming coming from the media? Is the programming coming from the government? Where is the programming coming from? It's coming from a variety of streams of consciousness. But the main thing I need people to really remember is that you have the ability in a very simple way mm-hmm. of tapping into the divine consciousness. So we have all these levels. You know, we have the unconscious, conscious, superconsciousness, as right. we call it in metaphysics. So we have the lower, mid-range, and then we have the higher point. It's vibration. It doesn't mean that one is better than the other. You'll gain more wisdom from that state of higher consciousness. So is the government around the world involved? Yes. Is the financial systems manipulating things? Of course they are. You know, so there's this sense like, everything's horrible, what's the point? Yet, I just know for myself, I mentioned it quickly before, the minute I said, please help me, Mm -hmm. I got plugged in to a field of energy that was inexplainable. And so that is the one that I'm going to go to that's going to really guide me. So I don't believe a lot of what I'm seeing and I'm hearing. And I do listen to my intuition, which I call the telephone line to the divine. Um, I was just 
pondering whether or not I should ask you about this. The Organic Nation, tell us about it. We've got about uh, three mm. minutes before we go to break. Okay, so quickly, I was doing, uh, you know, before I do a, a session with a client, I always meditate and I always get information. I ask the guides to show up. Well, this one night, there's this really weird feeling. This is a long time ago. So I used to take my notes on, you know, yellow pads of paper. Yeah. And um, I had the sense that there was someone in the room with me, which isn't unusual. But when I closed my eyes, it was like nose to nose, this very odd-looking face, you know, with the very slanted eyes. And I knew exactly. It was like, okay. I guess you're checking me out, and I had had some stuff with dreams that they would show up, not that I felt like I was going to be taken or anything. And so I always say, okay, if you're not from the divine consciousness, I command you to be gone. So that, to me, the organic nations, the ways that I work with a group of ascended masters on the other side, and they gave me a whole teaching about this concept of the organic nations. Some people will call it UFOs. There's all these different... I guess I want to say societies of energy that do exist on the other side, you know, out in the universe. Some of them are in divine realms. Some of them are closer to the earth. They are organic nations, and they do come together. They do have conflict. On some level, they're holographic of what is going on on the earth. Nothing's ever, you know, you're not floating on a cloud eating chocolate on the other side. That doesn't mean it's negative because... You probably heard about the Pleiadians and all of that. So sure. a lot of them are here for the greater good. They really and truly are. So the main thing on an individual level is who do you want to invite to participate in your life? And even in that, you always want to pray for anyone energetically who's from the divine realms for the best, highest, and holiest good of all. Interesting. We've got to take a break. When we come back, let's talk more about the Organic Nation, and uh, let's talk about your radio show and what you're, what you're hoping to accomplish as you reach the members of the worldwide audience. ExoNation, Joanna Carroll's my special guest this hour. Her website is www.joannacarroll.com. And if you'd like to get programming information on how you can listen to Joanna, she's available seven days a week on uh, the Exxon Broadcast Network. We've tried to scatter her so that each and every one of you, no matter where you are listening tonight, will have the opportunity of listening to her. All you need to do is go to www.xzbn.net. That's www.xzbn.net. Now, how would you like to be part of UFO history? I'm not kidding. All you need to do is go to www.cubesat.net. The number four, Disclosure.com. You're going to be surprised at what you find there. You can be part of a satellite project that is going to be orbiting the Earth in a low Earth orbit looking for for UFOs. www.cubesat, the number four, Disclosure.com. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon with our special guest, the one and only Joanna Carroll. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. Don't go away. As host of Dialogue with Divinity, I am thrilled to join the Exxon Broadcast Network and their growing number of affiliates. My quest for a connection to the divine ignited my successful career path as an international spiritual counselor for over 40 years and author of four books 
and well-known metaphysical educator. My clients call me their spiritual mama. So my job is to offer you a radio show to help you grow spiritually with wisdom and get specific tools from guests who are experts in their field. Tune into Dialogue with Divinity and be part of the conversation with spirit. My goal, your happy soul. For more information, please visit my website at johannacarroll.com. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exome Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exome Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7-365. Coming soon to the Exxon Broadcast Network is a different perspective with me, Kevin Randall, as your host. We'll be taking a close look at what is happening in the world of UFOs today with side trips into the paranormal. Guests will range from those who are household names to those who have a different perspective on a variety of topics. No topic will be taboo, but there will be tough questions asked as we all search for the truth about UFOs, the paranormal, and those things that excite us. Sometimes we'll agree with a guest and sometimes we won't, but we'll try to keep the program topical. For those of you who would like to read, be sure to visit www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com and remember to listen to the other fine programs on the X-Zone Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st Century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. What happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. 
As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. GeneX provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life is no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying, is available on Amazon and at stores worldwide wherever books are sold. Joanna Carroll is my special guest, Exxon Nation. Her website is joannacarroll.com, and she's also the host of Dialogue with Divinity on the Exxon Broadcast Network. To find out when you can listen to Joanna, just go to www.xzbn.net. All right, so let's just finish off with the Organic Nation. Um, where do they come from? Why are they here? Why don't they make themselves known to everybody and help us? I think they are making themselves known vibrationally to people who are receptive Mm -hmm. to that. So let's just back up a little bit. When I started getting this channeled message uh, from this group, you know, I was like, who are you? Yeah. They said they they were the Council of the Anointed Masters of Illumination, and I have to tell you, they are the ones who scribed through me one of my first books, Dialogue with Divinity. So they had a lot to say. So my conversation with them was, well, tell me about you and, you know, what's your position in the universe? Mm-hmm. And they said that there is a group. They actually gave me the name Organic Nations or these Organic Nations that are specific to their own vibrational field and that they are governed or monitored, if you will, by various council groups. And so there, I thought, well, that's interesting. There's a lot of structure and organization yeah. within an energy field that really is not stagnant. So it's a body of intelligence that has a different mission. So every soul on the earth has their soul origination point. Their soul origination point on the higher level, of course, comes from the divine realms. But filtering down, it generally also is connected in some way to one of these organic nations that that has purpose and has intention. And, you know, I feel that we really have so much we can learn from these individual council groups 
or even the individual uh, energies that are in service to their soul origination group. So they all have purpose, kind of like we do. They all have purpose. They all have intention. And it may be as specific as, you know, the whole electrical grid around, you know, the whole United States. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that they bring in. Now, we know that Earth is the only planet of emotion, and that's why, to me, I say it's emotion and devotion. So there's a lot of curiosity from these you know, organic nations as to what we're doing. I'm not saying that we're a classroom or a lab experiment, but they definitely pay attention. If you're open and receptive to that communication, and some people it just shows up. So then they say, well, I didn't ask for this. For myself, to be really honest with you, I'm curious, but at a distance. Yet, I feel that in a lot of the work that I've done over the last 30-some-odd years, they have been present, particularly at sacred sites. I feel that energy very, very strongly. And so there is a service piece of that as far as information and education. And it is a two-way conversation. It's not like they're just sitting there lecturing I do also feel, like I said before, within the organic nation structure, there is a hierarchy, but there, and there's also uh, some energetic conflicts as well. So, you know, you've heard of the grays, you've heard of all these different designations out there. I, I think it's fascinating. I really, really do. I also think the most fascinating thing for me is that there, these council groups, that sort of come together like the United Nations at some point, and they make these agreements, and part of their agreements are with each other, but then also how they're going to interact with uh, the species on the Earth as well. How do we know that we're the only species or the only planet with emotions? That's really a good question. I, I guess, you you know, we always want empirical yeah. proof on everything, as science always asks for. I, in my conversation or dialogue with divinity, this is really a big part of the conversation. Why are you here? Yeah. You know, what do you want from us? What's our value? Because we make a lot of, and so that what I was told was that the individual souls who have reincarnated on the earth plane, and not everyone does, they can go to other places in the galaxy, when they've reincarnated, they also made a decision that a lot of their decisions would be made by how they are feeling. So there's a lot of curiosity. Do we know that we were the only ones? I can only report what I was told. Sure. Uh, let me talk. Let's, let's talk about your book, <laughs> The Lost Art of Loving. Interesting yeah. title. What yeah. inspired you to write it? Well, it was a health scare. It seems like all the monumental things in my life were, you know, a little chaotic. I had two emergency heart surgeries three years ago. And when I came home and I was healing, you know, my big conversation or dialogue with divinity is, why the heck did this happen to me? And so basically I was guided through my meditation to write the book. I actually saw the title written in the air, The Lost Art of Loving. And the purpose of it was from a cognitive perspective for people to get an understanding on how they could, how their emotions have a big effect on what's going on with their health and all their relationships. So I had a lot of help from the other side in writing the book, and the reason that it was called The Lost Art is there's a lot of ancient teachings 
in the book that people have probably forgotten or are not aware of. So it's called that because it really helps you to, through these ancient teachings and tools that are given, live life from a divinely guided perspective. How many books have you written all told? Four. And all these books have been inspired from an outer source? Exactly. My gosh. Mm -hmm. How do you feel knowing that you're part of a movement that is going to change the world for the better? I feel honored. I mean, it kind of makes me emotional right now. You know, there's a part of me yeah. that says, who am I to be doing this? And you know, there's another part of me that says, who are you not to be? It's part exactly. of your divine destiny. You know, my life, you know, we always have a life, I think, was, you know, when you're 20 years old, mm -hmm. this is what my life's going to be like. Well, yeah. it's generally not. So I never thought, you know, it's like that woman in Connecticut that said, you're going to be moving to California, you're going to become this great teacher. And I'm like, yeah. But the reality is it really did happen that way. And so it's very... I feel grateful. I'm very humbled. And, you know, my really goal is to help people live mm -hmm. the best life possible. Why don't we all understand and feel the spirituality, the love, and the direction that you feel? I think we forget that it is part of our spiritual inheritance, mm -hmm. that it is available, and we, a lot of people have given up or given in, and also that fear that this, you know, I'm not valuable enough, I'm not worthy enough, oh, yeah. I'm not honored enough, you know, we're all divine beings and, and children in the eyes of the divine, and when you have a child, you want to take care of that child, right. we need to remember that. The most, you know, profound thing for me was when I said, please help me, that opened the door to, it opened the floodgate. And at times it's been very overwhelming. Well, I, for one, am very glad that you had the floodgates open because I've listened to your shows. <laughs> I've had the opportunity of speaking to you, and I hear your soul. I hear your heart, and I hear your message, and it's wonderful. I appreciate that. Thank you. Let's talk about your show for a few minutes, uh, Dialogue with Divinity. Uh, you've mm -hmm. had, like I said, Lucinda Bassett on. You've had Cynthia mm -hmm. Ruiz on. I know that Ruiz mm -hmm. on. I know that you've, you're having a PMH Atwater, a good friend of the Exxon on as well. Um, what is it that you want your guest to bring to the listener? I feel very blessed because I've been doing this for a long time, and I've been very, very blessed mm -hmm. for whatever reason to cross paths with some really incredible people. I feel that I call them the wisdom keepers. And so the show is not about me. The show is about bringing this wisdom and maybe having it delivered in a unique way that really touches people's hearts and giving them tools and giving them experience. The woman that we're having on, you know, PME Jetwater, she is one of the leading people on this earth who's an expert in near-death experiences. She's written 15 books. So the quality of person that I'm bringing to Dialogue with Divinity for the conversation, I feel that they're really at a high level. All of them have had that leap of faith moment in their life that they weren't afraid. They changed their life. They started to listen to the voice of their soul, and I really hope that it helps other people be inspired to do the same. How many people do you think that have actually had that message cross their path and they just haven't had the ability to know it was right in front of them? 
Wow, that's a good question. It would depend vibrationally Mm -hmm. where they are. I would say the majority of people that kind of get it, I have a saying, God will slam you into the sidewalk until you get it. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? Yeah. (laughs) It's like me, you know, I had my divorce, you know, my, I was a walking heart attack, all of that. They were crisis moments that could have destroyed me Mm -hmm. that lifted me up into a brand new beginning. But, you know, some people have to be slammed into that sidewalk. Yeah more than once and quite honestly they may not get it in this lifetime and they got to come back and do it again well if they want to get it all they have to do is tune in to dialogue with divinity on the exxon <laughs> broadcast network and exxon nation if you'd like more information on joanna carroll visit her website www.joannacarroll.com well dear friend you and i have to say so long for tonight thank you so okay. much for joining us and uh, letting oh, the exxon nation know fun. what a great lady you are and i look forward to the next time you and i meet either here on on my show or on your show. And thank you so much for getting the message out to the masses. Um, my pleasure, and hug, I'm hugging the hearts of all who are listening. All right. Good night, Joanna. Good night. XO Nation, I'll be back on the other side of this break and the news as we continue here in the XO from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Once again, to listen to Joanna Carroll, go to www.xzbn.net, find out when she is on, and then listen at xzbn.net. I'm Rob McConnell. Don't go away.